0: Tea began as a medicine and grew into a beverage. In China, in the 8th century, it entered the realm of poetry as one of the polite amusements. The 15th century saw Japan ennoble it into a religion of aestheticism, teaism. Teaism is a cult founded on the adoration of the beautiful among the sordid facts of everyday existence. It inculcates purity and harmony, the mystery of mutual charity romanticism of the social order. It is essentially a worship of the imperfect, as it is a tender attempt to accomplish something possible in this impossible thing we know as life. The philosophy of tea is not mere aestheticism in the ordinary acceptance of the term, for it expresses conjointly with ethics and religion our whole point of view about man and nature. It is hygiene, for it enforces cleanliness. It is economics, for it shows comfort in simplicity rather than in the complex and costly. It is moral geometry inasmuch as it defines our sense of proportion to the universe. It represents the true spirit of Eastern democracy by making all its votaries aristocrats in taste. The long isolation of Japan from the rest of the world, so conducive to introspection, has been highly favorable to the development of teaism. Our home and habits, costume and cuisine, porcelain, lacquer, painting, our very literature, all have been subject to its influence. No student of Japanese culture could ever ignore its presence. It has permeated the elegance of noble boudoirs and entered the abode of the humble. Our peasants have learned to arrange flowers, our meanest laborer to offer his salutation to the rocks and waters. In our common parlance, we speak of the man with no tea in him, when he is insusceptible to the serio-comic interests of the personal drama. Again we stigmatize the untamed Esthete, who, regardless of the mundane tragedy, runs riot in the springtide of emancipated emotions as one with too much tea in him. The outsider may indeed wonder at the seeming much ado about nothing. What a tempest in a teacup, he will say. But when we consider how small, after all, the cup of human enjoyment is, how soon overflowed with tears, how easily drained to the dregs in our quenchless thirst for infinity, we shall not blame ourselves for making so much of the teacup. Mankind has done worse.